MyDearBrother.com, MyDearSister.com. Welcome. I am Jeff, and this is He Receive Your Healing Today. This is another case study. We're still on the issues of blood, because there's actually there's three stories kind of stuck in here. So we're talking about the issues of blood. This is something that God gave me years ago, and this is most powerful. And there came a man named Jairus, and he was an official of the synagogue, and he fell at Jesus' feet and began to implore him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, and she was dying. But he went, and the crowds were pressing against him, and a woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years. She had an issue of blood. As a King James foot. So let's go into the story, because I'm not going to go through the story, because I'm just talking about that little section right there. Here is a, a girl laying dying for 12 years that Jesus is headed towards. And before he gets there, here's a woman who has an issue of blood for what, how many years? 12 years. Sandwich in the midst of the story. And how does this, and how does this mean? Because I believe that we all have issues of blood. Not like just this woman. I believe there's a story that we all have issues of blood. This woman had an issue that she was hemorrhaging, but we have issues of blood. And it's hindering our kids. It's hindering our generation. Our generation is dying because we have our own issues of blood. And Jesus has got to stop and heal our issues of blood before he can go save our children. Before he can save our children. And some of our children are coming to the point where they're dead, just like this woman. But Jesus is well able to raise them up as soon, as soon as we deal with our issues of the blood. This is affecting our children. So that's what I believe about why this is sandwiched in there to kind of be a prophetic way of saying that our, our generation, if we don't understand the power of the blood of Jesus Christ in our own life and we're dealing with our own issues, it's going to be really hard to, to pass that on to our, our children so we can deal with their issues and show them how to deal with their issues. So we're going to talk about some issues of blood. There's 10 issues. There's more issues than that, but here's 10 issues. Back to simplicity of the gospel, back to the sincere milk of the word of God. These are issues of the blood that you must meditate and take in so you don't have issues so that your blood dries up so that you can raise and, and teach and speak to your own children so they'll so and raise them up from death and raise them up from sickness acts 10 through 28 says be on your guard for yourselves for all the flock among you with the holy spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of god which he purchased with his own blood see his blood purchased you maybe that's a hindrance from you maybe that's where your issue is that you understand that you're purchased you're not your own you've been bought with jesus jesus bought this this fledgling body jesus bought this body that's this maybe even sick and, and is certainly dying you know jesus purchased this body's not your own you can't go do anything you want to but if you understand that jesus bought this body even in the shape that's in like a used car a car that doesn't run he'll, he'll purchase anything <laughs> if it's running or not if its tires are off or not he purchased you. So that means you belong to him. And if you belong to him, then he's going to restore you. He's going to restore. He's going to put those tires back on. He's going to restore you so that you can get moving again. But you've got to understand that may be your issue. You've got to understand that he purchased you. And if he purchased you, then he's going to heal you. He's going to bring you back up. He's going to put you back together. Hebrews 10, 19. Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of, by the blood of Jesus. Holy. You're made holy. You're not trying to be holy, but you're made holy. And out of that holiness, you walk in holiness. You've got to understand, because as long as Satan, as long as you're still thinking that you're a sinner saved by grace, well, you can't be a sinner by saved grace. You're either a sinner or a saint. The Bible talks about saints or people who receive Christ. It doesn't mean you're without sin. 
we hear that scripture says anybody who says it without sin, they're, they're making God out to be a liar. But it means you're no longer walking in sin. It means you're no longer looking towards, you know, the happiness of sin, the, the, the temporary happiness of sin, that you're trying to walk with God. Well, you can't walk with God unless you first know that you're made holy, your spirit is holy, your spirit is without sin, and you're made holy, and that spirit of holiness in you starts coming out and going through your soul, your mind, will, and emotions eventually onto your body. Jesus told the Pharisees, clean the inside of the cup, clean the inside of the cup and the outside of be clean as well. Well, this holiness, if you allow this holiness by the by the blood of Jesus come on you, it's going to come out. It's going to clean out the outside of you as well. So you need to know you've been made holy. If you don't know you're made holy, that's an issue of the blood. You need to come to that and have that 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 issue cleaned up. Hebrews 9:22. And according to the law, one may also almost say, all things are cleansed with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. That's kind of lost scripture nowadays. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. God doesn't just forgive you because he's a kind God. He's also a judge. He's not only father, but he's a judge. And a just judge can't just forgive somebody out of nepotism or out of favoritism. There has to be a penalty. There has to be something to do. And when, when we come to come to court in front of God and he's a just judge and we and have Jesus, our defense attorney, and we give our, our life over to Jesus, we are now bought with a price. We belong to Jesus. And because we receive that forgiveness of sin because the blood that he shed, we are now his own. So you need to know that you're forgiven by the blood of Jesus. You're not forgiven because you get everything right. You're not forgiven because you're better today and than yesterday. You're not forgiven because you're going to try better. You're forgiven by the blood of Jesus. And that's why many people are sick because they have an issue of blood. The blood carries many sicknesses and diseases in us. And this blood of Jesus, the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. You are forgiven. Not because your blood, sweat, and tears. Because blood and sweat and tears, the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 9, 13 through 14. For the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifer sprinkling those who have been defiled sanctify for the cleansing of the flesh, how much more with the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself out blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. So cleanse your consciousness. We shouldn't be going and walking around about how big a sinners we are. We shouldn't be walking around remembering all the sins we did. God is forgiven for not only forgiven, but he's forgotten those things. He has moved those sins as far as the east from the west. He has removed all those things, not only far that, but, but they're not even longer. They're not even there anymore. He's blotted them out, not only blotted them out, but removed them so they're not even in the books. So Jesus is not trying to remind us. You know, people may try to remind us. Our hearts try to remind us. Satan is certainly going to remind us. But as but the blood of Jesus has cleansed your consciousness. So you need to know that. If you're, if, if you're always thinking about how you're not worthy because of things you did, or you're worthy of your sickness, worthy of your disease because of things you did, then you need to focus on this, that cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Because many times you're trying to repent when you've already repented, and trying to do all these things that you've already done, and you've got to know it's not those works that you did, but the dead works now because... It's Jesus who did that for you. It's Jesus. It's not your own works. Your own trying to get better, but it's Jesus. And once you put your trust and belief in Jesus and what his blood did, then your conscience is no longer focused on all the sin you committed and even how far short of the glory you are now. But now it's on Jesus, the living God. But God demonstrates his own love towards us and that we are yet sinners. Christ died for us much more than having now been justified by his blood. 
we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. So the blood of Jesus justifies us. It's a scriptural word, a biblical word, a heavenly word. You're justified. Justified means just as you never sinned. You're made just before God. God's a just God. You're made just because of what Jesus took away our sins, took away our iniquities, took it away all the things we did wrong. So now we're saved by the wrath of God. So maybe that's one of your issues is you don't know you're justified. You don't know. You're still saying, well, Jesus took away my sins yesterday, but I committed the same sin today. You know, does Jesus forgive sins today? He forgive our sins of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people have a problem with that today, but you got to know all your sins of the of the of tomorrow have been forgiven. Jesus, you know, paid for our sins and resurrected and sits at the right hand of the Father nearly two thousand years ago. So all our sins are, you know, as far as He's concerned, you know, future, you know. And so, so he's forgiven us. You got to understand. It doesn't mean that we're going to walk in sin and continue those things. And say, well, it's no big deal. If you think it's no big deal, then you have a lot of issues with the blood. You have a lot of issues that are killing you and destroying you and making you sick. But you were justified. We're justified by his blood. We're justified to sit by him. Somebody says, what? What justifies you to be able to do that? What justifies you getting healed? The blood of Jesus. What justifies that God loves you? Because blood of, of the blood of Jesus. What justifies you think you're a good person now? The blood of Jesus. Justified. Justified is a very big word. Study that word. Look for that word in Scripture. Ephesians 1 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Redemption is another scriptural word, biblical word, heavenly word. Redemption. You're redeemed. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth, and he says, every day he says, I deem these good. Well, sin came in, and now Jesus came and cleansed the world. He says, I redeem you for good. God deemed us good, and Jesus redeemed us for good. We are redeemed. We're bought with the price. We're taken away. We're cleaned up. We're remolded. We're reshaped. We're put back, you know, in a place of a you know glass display for everybody to look at and say wow look at the power of god look at the grace of god look at the love of god we are redeemed so ephesians 1 7 so look up that word maybe that's your issue of the blood maybe that's why you're having problems because you don't understand how redeemed you are not little redeemed but all redeemed Colossians 1.20, and through him to reconcile all things to himself and made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven, reconciled, another godly word, another biblical word, another heavenly word, reconciled through the, through the blood of the cross, of his cross. Reconciled. You are reconciled. You got to reconcile two things. This, this is who the world says you are. This is who God says you are. How are you going to reconcile those two? Because you look more like this and less like this. You're reconciled because of the blood of the cross. Reconcise you with that. And the more you become like that, the more you understand that God reconciles that. How am I going to reconcile my past with my present? Because I was a sinner back then and did these old horrible things, but now I'm living for Christ. How do I reconcile what I did? By the blood of Jesus. Paul stood in front of the church, stood in front of people, and I looked at him and says, I have done you no wrong, even though those are the very people that he delivered, delivered up their families into prisons and delivered them over to death. He says, I've done you no wrong. How could he reconcile his past with his present? Because he reconciled himself through the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe that's your issue blood maybe that's why you don't understand that i have received your healing because you understand that god has reconciled you through the blood of jesus hallelujah Ooh, ha, ha. hebrews 13 12 
Therefore, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people through his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Sanctification, sanctified. You are sanctified by the blood of Jesus. You are sanctified, and sanctified means set apart. God has set you apart. You're over here set with the world, but he's removed you from the destruction of the world, moved you from the death of the world, removed you from the sickness of the world, and sanctified you, cleansed, cleansed you, cleaned you up, and put you over here where there is no sickness, where there is no disease, where there is no poverty, where there is no death, hell, and the grave, because Jesus has the keys to those things. He has set you apart. Maybe that's your issue in the blood. Maybe that's why sickness is because you've got to deal with that issue that you have been sanctified. You have been a set apart because as soon as you know that you've been set apart, then you know that you're no longer into that destruction. You're no, no longer going to have the wrath of God because you've been set apart. The same thing with justified. Revelations 12, 11, And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb. Overcome. Many people, i got to overcome. I keep finding, you know, dealing with this issue, dealing with this, uh, you know, this pain, dealing with this sin over and over. Keep dealing with this sickness over and over. Keep dealing with this disease over and over. But Jesus says you overcame him with the blood of the Lamb. You can't over, overcome just with, with medical treatment. You, you can not overcome him just with psychology. You can't over, overcome with all these things. But you overcame him with the blood of the Lamb. you got to understand that you overcame, that everything you need, everything you need, to overcome the things of this world is through the blood of the Lamb. And number 10, and this is not the all of them, there's more than that, but this is number 10, the ones I'm stopping on. And he said to them, this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Mark 14 through 24. God is in covenant with you. God was not in covenant with you before you knew Jesus. God was not in covenant with the world, but he's in covenant with us through the blood covenant. It's a blood covenant. Blood has been poured out. So if you understand that you have a, that God is in covenant with you, that he, can't, he, that he can't break that covenant, only we can break that covenant. Only we can walk away. Jesus is not a dictator. He's not going to force us to come. He's not going to force us to stay. We, we have free will to choose him. We have free will not to choose him any longer. But through covenant, he will not leave us nor forsake us. So you got to understand, he has a covenant with you. He has a covenant to heal us. He has a covenant to set us straight. He has a covenant to make us whole. He has a covenant, a covenant with us to give us eternal life. So that may be issues of love, my dear brother.com and my dear brother sister.com. Be healed.